When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With theory and more. What's the situation? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Monday. The situation is that we <laughs> love to make women uncomfortable. Woo! I need one of those. Like Gary has one of those clappings. I need, I need one of those. Yeah, you gotta get that. Um. Yeah. So, how does that feel when when a male says it? I guess it's not very okay, is it? No. Uh, <laughs> so this last week in Star Wars uh, has been pretty interesting. Seems like it's catching wildfire now. Everyone's chiming on it, even Elon yeah. Musk. And if you guys aren't new or, pr- or privy to the information, um, the director of the Ray movie, Charmaine Obeid Chinoy, is uh, stirring up some wildfire, by basically saying it's time that a woman shapes Star Wars. And a lot of people are having issues with that, including me. I mean, it's a strange comment to make straight away because it's just like, oh, shit. I guess she's ignoring all the other women who've had a hand in Star Wars uh, yeah. at any point in its history. Yeah. All right. Marshall Lucas. Of For course. Me. Um, <clears throat> but KK herself, it feels like she should be... Uh, <laughs> KK herself, yeah. <laughs> giving something to the Emperor <laughs> in terms of appreciation. <laughs> um, did you manage to catch what uh, Sadia Khan said regarding it? So I'll be honest with you, I've been on a few shows where this has been referenced, but I have apparently missed, like, the primary context. I've not been shown, like, I think I've seen clips here and there, but I don't know. I know the main cringe, that's how I'd put it. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, about what Sadia Khan said, or what... Uh... I don't think I've seen anything from Sadia Khan, no. Okay, let me show you. So I, got, I interviewed her on uh, my Theory Talks channel. And, oh, okay, uh, no, yeah. This is what she... This are very fragile. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the final question nice I have, it's going to be a Star Wars question. An intelligent. So. <laughs> okay. I've never seen Star Wars relates, in my life. But, no, it yeah. relates to what we're so so. Once yeah. Disney took over Star Wars, they uh, they started to change the whole infrastructure around and really, you know, kind mm-hmm. of dog the men and focus on the women a lot. In the sense where there mm-hmm. wasn't much training and this and that. There's a new director for one of the Star Wars movies, and she says it's about time that a woman come in and shape. Star Wars mm-hmm. movies and galaxy and it's causing a huge uproar on the internet so many mm-hmm. people are saying this is ridiculous we've had women in Star Wars it's, even when I hear it over and over again it's just so ridiculous <laughs> I just can't get over it you do, you do get a, a point of view of just like why are we focusing on this shit why isn't it about the yeah. characters of the story why do you keep saying that women are leading it what's that well, about you know what the funny thing is isn't even uh, the, <laughs> isn't the movie like written by a man yeah well, and there's so many films in history that have been written by women that don't get. Uh, we don't. We don't. We don't often say like, "Man, do you love American Psycho?" Uh, the the female led, the female organized film, or the female written. It was like, no, we just say American Psycho. We don't. We don't do the weird thing of. No. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And it, I, I I love Ryan's rhetoric on it, um, with the whole Patty Jenkins thing comparison. Yeah. Um, there's. 
the, the the celebration of women for creating film should almost be the same as men. Where men make it, they make it, the name gets attached to the achievements of the film, and we move on. We don't go like, well, wait a second. Yeah. We need a parade for the fact that this was a woman that did it. Right. <laughs> the funny thing with this is it hasn't even been made yet. I know. It's weird. I don't know. But listen to what she says. It's quite it's quite good. It's before, yeah. and other people are saying, well, you know, people's egos that are having a problem with this are very fragile, and their masculinity is fragile. Yeah. What's your overall consensus when a, a female director wants to come in and reshape something and say, you know, it's you know, plant that flag that, hey, I'm a woman, and... You know, hear me roar. Here is my way of making this sort of franchise, which is already established, now something mm -hmm. that's feminine dominant or, or female dominant, whatever it might be, instead yeah. of just a good story. Yeah, I think what happens in particularly in Western cultures where women have it so easy, but they pretend they know what happens with women who generally have it quite easy. They enjoy victimhood because that's the only way that they can feel part of other people's struggle. What makes human beings feel alive is when they're a bit struggling, when they're going through something, where they've gone through a bit of trauma, they've gone through something, it makes them feel alive. What's happened with women in the Western world particularly is because there is no real oppression, but they want to be a victim so bad because victimhood is just a way of kind of shortcutting sympathy. Everyone just, it's a, it's a shortcut entitlement. You get what you want without having to earn it because you just happen to be a victim. So what happens? happens is they want to start finding places where they can be a victim and then transform it so that they can become a hero. So what they'll do is say, oh, we need more women in this particular sport. Nobody watches them. Nobody wants women in there, but they'll just say, stamp their authority so they can be a local hero. Then we need more women in Star Wars. No, we don't. No one women don't even watch Star Wars. They don't even care about it. It's a man's little thing. Let them have it. But they want to be like, oh, there's such a deprivation. We've got to be in it so they can be a mini hero. When you don't have anything outside of your gender as a way of being proud of yourself. You use your gender as a shortcut for entitlement and heroic stances. So um, I would just say, unfortunately, it is the norm in um, Western cultures to kind of over-identify with your gender and then over-identify with victimhood. It's a way of getting a shortcut to being a hero. And as a result, it's just there to design. And also what it does is keeps the power in the hands of the women. And whenever you replay, redirect power entirely to women, just like if it was entirely to men, it creates an unhealthy society. If the power is totally in men's hands, it would be unhealthy. If it's totally in women's hands, it's also unhealthy. But what we're doing is, I, I remember like um, in an environment, I did a talk and I, it was a mainly Gen Z, a very young generation. I couldn't believe how feminine the men were. I, everybody looked androgynous I couldn't believe and and I just for uh, you would just take the normal 18 year old boy um would have been considered as a really feminine man years and years ago they would have seen him as like super super uh, feminine or they would have just assumed he's a homosexual in this day and age that's just how the men are come so they've lost uh, the masculinity yeah and so what's happening is uh, the culture is creating the very men women will not desire in the future by doing this, you're going to create a bunch of men that you will no longer be sexually attracted to. And as a result, you'll be more miserable in the long run. Well, Sadio, thank you for your time. Uh, thank where can you. Everyone find you on, on, on the Patreon. So there's that. And that's coming from a psychologist herself. So it's. Well, I'm, I'm it's, really interested in the um, almost human nature part that she touched on of like we're, we're almost like by design problem solvers. If we had every single thing we could ever want provided to us instantly, it would create like a hell. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of sci-fi stories about that, right? Like uh, where they solve struggle and then the whole world, like everyone just dies or the, they, they're dead inside sort of thing. 
nothing to work toward, nothing to achieve. And so, yeah, like, uh, because a lot of the media uh, would reflect that films about that need to bring you down and then go back up so that you can feel the character's low point and then struggle to go up. Video games, right? Problem solving, defeating enemies, feeling victorious, like fills that sort of hole, so to speak, um, that fantasy. So, yeah. You, uh, if you've got nothing to celebrate about yourself in terms of achievements, you start like I've never liked this whole um, celebrating parts of yourself that are almost like immutable. It's just like even to the point of just being like, I, I am a man. Uh, that gives that that's pretty cool. It's like, what? No, you got to you got like achieve shit to be cool as a man. Yeah, same for a woman. Yeah, it's, it's just human. Yeah, I don't really know what what is going on. Like, why is even there such an outcry? It's if a <laughs> I really would love to see what would happen if a man were to say something like this. It's and like it's just, there's just no chance a man could say something like this. I don't think. No, they'd be fired. They'd you know they'd probably lose their their marriage. They it would just it'd be over. But so why do we allow women to have this sort of? Flexibility? Sometimes I wonder if it's a bit condescending in a sense that we allow <laughs> some of the the comments to go uncriticized in, in sort of these like programs or whatever because it's just like oh, the I, woman said the yeah. thing or sort of thing. I think it is condescending, especially to women, because it's it's like yeah, just let it, let them know. It's just like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. You shouldn't have said that. Yeah, no, it's not okay. But, but for some reason, you know, whatever. And people like to always, you know, these grifters. They really, you know, they call us grifters. They're the grifters because they literally make shit up in their head, surprisingly, and then they believe it. Right. So it's like, oh, you don't like what she says because you have a fragile ego. It's like. Well, that has nothing to do with it. What about all the other women who have made stars? Hey, there are plenty and... of things that men say I don't like. It doesn't mean I have a fragile ego for that either, okay? Just disagreement. I think Classic. that stems from men who are just trying to sort of over-exemplify their fragile ego, to be honest. And uh, it, it shows. I mean, to, it, it, even if you have a, a mediocre IQ, you'll be able to understand that. But these guys, I, I, I'm loving the term soy boys. It's, um, it's unfortunate. Did you see that guy that lost his shit? I'm gonna show you this. Oh, I saw someone sharing a clip like it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch it yet. I meant to. I suppose you could show it if you want. Yeah. Jesus. He lost his mind. Men, reach down into your pants, find your fucking balls and your cock, and be okay with it. We can take a woman directing a film in what? Star Wars and live. We're all gonna fucking survive. I swear to God, you guys want to come off like you're tough motherfuckers, and you. He goes a little. Because little good fellas on us. Hmm. What the fuck is this piece of? For a bunch of. Yeah, I don't know what it's. I, doing, uh, so. <laughs> the, I, it's like I, I'm not even fully aware of the cause. Like clearly, the problem isn't simply a woman directing Star Wars. That is not the problem. No, but that's what they like to hop onto. I don't really know what the issue is. It's kind of strange, but. Well, you said if oh, well. uh, if if they announce some guy director, doesn't matter who, and then he said that, uh, thank goodness, a man can direct the story of Star Wars now. We'd all be like, what? <laughs> Why would you say? Of all things you could say, okay. Who cares? Hey, Adam, I've seen you write this a couple times here, so I'm going to send you the link. You know, we don't have too much to talk about today, but we can make it entertaining for everyone. So I'm going to send you a link. If you would like to tell me your Instagram or your Twitter, I'll send you the link right now. You can hop in and have a discussion with us. Not up or shut up, baby. Her quote was on the context of a documentary that... Uh, not this again. About the honor killing women in Pakistan in hopes of men changing their views about it. It is important to know what we accuse her for. Um, yes, of course. You know, And what she made was... I haven't seen her film, but it's obviously very 
important, and I stand with what she, uh, her sentiments, of course. But I don't think that applies to everything, considering all of the other remarks that she's made, which is literally only doubled down on that one remark that she had in response to her film, which, to be honest, I don't believe it was just into her film. I think, you know, she's an activist. I think she truly does not like men. And I think that she's really making that vocal with all of this, it's time a woman-shaped Star Wars bullshit. You know, so, and again, I really encourage you all to kind of just think for a second, if a man were to ever say that, it's time a man shaped Star Wars, and all of the other remarks, oh my gosh, it'd be the end of the world, it'd be just game over for his entire life, if, in Hollywood, unless he's, you know, doing his own thing, but you can't, you can't sort of just pick and choose what you want to believe, and just go along with this narrative that you're trying to be like, oh, I'm just such a good person. No one is saying that her movie about uh, those disgusting men wasn't good. No one is ever saying anything like that. So I don't think you can kind of even insinuate anything like that. But you can kind of, you can definitely look at her rhetoric and definitely look at the things she says and easily see that she just obviously has an agenda. She has, as she said, she is an activist. She's not even a filmmaker. Yeah, like I said, I have I haven't seen uh, more of the context of the clips, but just going from the the idea in 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 isolation of you know finally a woman can direct the story. Like I said, I, I just thought it was interesting as a sort of uh, ig ignoring all the other women involved in Star Wars. Well, it just seems like you know if anything, the women are very centric nowadays in Star Wars, and I don't think that's bad or good. I think that's great. It's in a sense, it's it's nice to be able to just focus on other characters that we weren't really focusing on before but not at the behest of anyone else, right? It's almost like we're kind of like replacing. Like, well, why can't we just focus on both? I feel like the original trilogy did a great job of that, focused on all of the characters, primarily following Vader's journey through Luke. And yeah. then we saw Leia and how she was heroic, and we saw Han and supporting characters. But now it's just, um, it's like they're really trying to make a point. And uh, you see it with everything that they do and with the people they hire, their remarks, and, you know, even the Andy Gutierrez um, lady that was on the Star Wars show all the time with the fan Luke fanboy tears, all this bullshit. You know, it's just like, why, why are you guys poking so much at fans that literally built this fandom? And then going back and saying, whoa, you guys are toxic, misogynist, what are you doing? It's, no, 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 we just don't like the way you guys are bullying us and being passive aggressive. What do you think? I have been annoyed with loads of the matter of discussion of almost all media, uh, certainly more recently than before. Like when I was younger, I didn't even, I don't know about you, but when I was super young, I yeah. really only knew directors. I didn't even know necessarily writers like following them. But these days I'm very hyper aware of like everything that goes on because of the fact that it gives you such a great insight into what you're going to be given. Right. And um, one of the examples I would give, you said you, I can't remember if you said you watched House of the Dragon or not. No. So, me and Gary were watching it and we were like surprisingly liking it. Right. And then the episode ends and it starts up the, you know, behind the episode sort of stuff, special feature where the, they start talking about it. And there's some of these people who are like the women of house of the dragon show us that women, when given power can be and we were just like, what, what the, what, what, what the, like, what, what why, why are we, we were talking about like, we were loving talking about the characters, wait, the wait. world and the, what, what happened? Little the, sides of the things. End, and the, 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 the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the show ends, credits play, and then it, it starts up as part of the thing online of like, you know, I can't remember what it was called, but it was just like behind the scenes sort of thing. 
and the people talking about it were like, can you can you stop talking about your show? Like, we actually like your show a lot. <laughs> like, you you oh, oh, giving insights into it is actually like uh, making it come across as even more like the the example I would give you, of course, is like they they talk about in you know women being given more power and showing that they're better leaders. For example, in the show, the the stacked up genocides actually go toward more the women than the men. And so we were just like, why would you even make that point instead of just being about the people of the world and the different, you know, styles of ruling and everything? Mm. Yeah. And so, I like, yeah, like... I don't, I don't like it with any media where I'm just like, can you stop with the, you know, the the lack of subtlety with any kind of analysis for the shows? Yeah, I truly don't really understand it. I mean, you know, and the argument people want to make is, well, women were oppressed, and this, they're quite not anymore. So, I mean, if you're a woman today, you're you're winning just because you're born. Like, you know, it's in, in that sense where, it's a, at least in the Western world, it's quite different on the other side of the world. Um, but it's so far uh, changed now, and that's a great thing. However, we're going around pushing too much of it, which is now starting to create a bit of a pushback, which there shouldn't be. It should just be human. Man, woman, doesn't matter. Um, you want to write a cool story? Awesome. You know, I don't really care who writes it. I don't care who directs it. I don't care who the main character is. Uh, they could be an alien for all I care with eight heads. And as long as it's a great written, written story for a character development, that's awesome. And that's really all we care about. So I think the constant emphasis and the focal point focusing on, you know, the gender is irrelevant. How does that have anything to do with the story? I'm inclined yes, to agree with you, especially on the um, aliens point. I'm, I'm waiting for them to have an alien protagonist in one of these things. Like something I mean, even beyond humanoid, even slightly. I'd love that. I was yeah. hoping that in Prometheus that they would focus more on that, uh, on that yeah, being. Gender. I don't know what he was called. The was space jockey or the big dude? The big dude. Yeah, yeah. Engineers, I think they were called. Yeah, that was so cool. Oh, I love that. Man, the, don't even get me started on the potential of Prometheus. <laughs> that, that, that movie could have been everything. Yeah. Oh, Adam, you're still here. Okay, well, I would love to... Did you send me your um, info so I can send you the link? Guys, can you let me know if he sends his info, his Twitter or something? I can send him the link, private message. Uh, the future of Star Wars would look grim if it wasn't for Vader Episode 2. Has the long man seen the Clone Wars yet? What are your thoughts on Dirge? So... He has not seen it. We are going to get there, busy. all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, been, you know, as everyone is aware. I didn't aware. watch it again. I didn't watch it myself either. Well, I mean, before, but I didn't refresh. So going into next week. <laughs> That's the plan. It's just the, the past two weeks, it's been the busiest time of year almost. You know, like Christmas, New Year's, family, friends. Like, it's all, it's all, yeah. I had to, Um, I missed an open bar episode, and I uh, cut down my time on a couple of other ones. It's just like trying to move things around. But everything will be back to normal you know, next week. And yeah, I'll, I'll try and get a watch for next week, the first volume or whatever. Yeah. I'll be traveling, I think after next Tuesday. So I'll still make the shows happen. Very well. Yeah. I'll just might be in like my room or something with a not ideal setup. That's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, what's up, Corey? What's up, Don Geo? Hello, Theory and Longman. Are you ready to feel uncomfortable in the race sequel? I don't know how Star Wars managed to keep getting worse. Um, you know, I, I, I still give any and all entries into this thing 
the FA chance, uh, but uncomfortable. I don't know. That's it's just, but, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm not, I'm not in a position where a film was really maybe uncomfortable unless they touch subject matter that's just like disgusting sort of thing. But that's about it. Like last year, I made nope. me uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I was confused. I think a lot of people shared that when they came out of the Last Jedi. But uh, the seeing Ray as the protagonist is not going to make me uncomfortable. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> all right, have they got character for her this time? Let's see. It'll make me uncomfortable if Mahler. But but that's what Charmaine wants. She loves to make men uncomfortable. Alrighty. If Mahler is watching the Clone Wars, can you watch Arcane? I easily Arcane. recommend Arcane. If you haven't seen it, if I have time, so the quote was okay. We read this one. Any chance after the Clone Wars theory watches Buffy Angel with Muse? <laughs> That's <laughs> twelve seasons. It takes a literal week to watch through all of that in hours. So I don't think that's a reasonable ask. Okay, I'd be down. <laughs> I'd be down. Hey, you know, Buffy, if you want yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Angel. I never saw Angel. You'd like Angel more than Buffy for sure. Really. Well, I've seen Buffy when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, Buffy gets into some heavy stuff, but Angel is... Uh, a lot of people compared them as, like, Buffy is the growing up sort of child-to-adult show, and then Angel is very much the adult show. What's up, Nevin? Hey, Theory, just want to say I love The Chosen One on Theory's Tales. Right on, dude. Yeah, we, uh, we're actually... Let me bring it up. We're starting the comic um, right now, so it's actually being designed. Mm. Yes. So I don't. I've never made a comic before, but I've always wanted to for years now. And um, these are obviously early sketches, and these will be available for. I probably will have to do a Kickstarter because they are pretty expensive to make. But yeah, it's a little bit of the update there for everyone that's been wanting the graphic novel. So that's going to be coming, coming your way soon. What's up, Vex? What's up, Rossi? The Drinker's video on Charmin obeyed and Chinoy is very balanced and fair. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I was watching some of it, and then I got busy. I had to turn away. But, yeah, it was great so far. The Drinker is very commonly balanced and fair, despite what you'll hear here and there on the internet. You know. I don't hear much about him. I don't know. I'm, I don't... I guess <clears> someone I said to him, I was, I was surprised he got as popular as he did, and it took so long for people to start taking shots at him for the uh, attention of it, right? Like... There are a couple of, I was just like, he, I think he's that good. He's that sort of um, uh, palatable. The, it took it took a lot longer because there are people out there who will go after you even if you are literally Mr. Rogers on YouTube. Like it, they would they would be like, ah, I'm going to get you. And um, Bob Ross, so probably. Yeah, we've covered, I think, two videos that have gone after Drinker on EFAP and they've been fucking amazing in terms of the lengths they go to to try and rip down the channel. But I wouldn't need to let you know about that, nor would I need to let myself know about that. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, that's the internet. So, easy recommendation The Critical Drinker. Yeah. No, he's got good videos. Chat, did Adam respond? I, I have not seen. Just waiting. Hope Mahler now knows how done dirty Grievous got in the films and 3D Clone Wars, considering how badass he is in Clone Wars 2003. Oh, dude, you're about to see some. Special. I have always heard people say that, and yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but just like I've, I've always thought that Grievous, uh, he's cool as fuck, right? Like the design. So he, the coolest. If you watch him in Revenge of the Sith, you're like, okay, could have gone for a bit more. <laughs> like, could have had a bit more for him. Yeah, you're about to see. Mm. 
F the Simpson shills. People are brainwashed now. It's not even Simpson shills. It's it's just people who are either smart enough to know what they're doing, that they're purposefully changing someone's narrative just to kind of appease their own agenda, to either hate them or whatever. Be like, you're doing this. It's like, well, no, it's not the case. Yes, you are. Well, no, I literally just explained. But no, you are. It's like, well, what? What, are you, what basis are you going off of? You are. It's like, what? I don't understand what you're. What are you doing? Um, or they're actually that stupid that they just can't really actually read verbatim or listen to someone's words. Yeah, I think um, when you go for the like, what a person says literally, and it's like too reasonable. It's like I'm going to go for the interpretation. I'm going to go for the dog whistles. I'm going to go for the. And it's like, okay, fine. Well, yeah. that's just fucking up communication. Which to Weird. me, like, I wonder how much of the world's problems would be solved if, uh, for example, we all spoke the same language, for one, but also mm-hmm. that we, like, shed away a lot of insane interpretations. You have to stick more so to what people say. You know, I fail to believe it's even interpretation. I think it's more so just a, uh, it's like they're pushing to believe something that's not the case. Yeah, like I'm not saying Why? it's done on accident or with honesty. Like a lot of people won't be like, ah, oh, you said this, I can use that. <laughs> it's literally what it is, I think. Yeah. But like, ah, oh, he didn't say this, but I'm going to pretend he did. I'm going to use that. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, we, even in the past 10 years, we've entered an insane culture of clipping everything out uh, as much as people can. Yeah. Well, it's, Yeah. Oh, well. Is that one forgetting Marsha Lucas, George Lucas's wife, who edited the original Star Wars and saved that film? I guess she didn't shape at all. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we're we now, gladly we have Charmaine to come in and on one hand, do it. Uh, I completely agree that Marsha Lucas is incredibly talented and did a lot of work. Have you seen Nerd Anonymous's video about saving Star Wars in the edit? No. So it was a real BBC episode where I said... Marsha Lucas saving Star Wars is a myth. And I got a lot of uh, upset people at me for that one. And I was like, oh shit, I guess it's not as common knowledge. And then I recommended that video. And I and in future it was mentioned again and I saw other people recommending the video as well. So I'd love to hear what you think about it. The video goes over the claims that she saved Star Wars and then it checks all and every source possible and it gives you the POV of what happened. In fact, there's a video by, I think, I want to say it's something university, Rocky University, something like that. They made a video saying, you know, Star Wars was saved in the edit and this is how. He goes over that whole video and tears it the fuck apart. And it is really, really interesting. Uh, like I said, I'd love to hear what you think of it. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe I can look at it after. Yeah. What's up, Heron? Did she forget about Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard? Yes, women are oppressed in some countries. Yes, expose it and create awareness. Absolutely. Leave Star Wars alone. Yep. Like, we just want a cool space story, you know? I don't Mm. need you to plant your flag that a woman did this. How about just somebody who tells good stories? Fuck, it's so simple. What's funny about about it is I feel like they get way better press, encouragement, and stimulation of, like, you know, engagement if they did just say, like, I'm going to tell an awesome story. Here I go. Bro, Patty Jenkins' trailer on how Air Force pilots and dogfights mean a lot to her because of her dad being an Air Force pilot. Mm-hmm. There was nothing in there about me as a woman. I want to make sure that I'm shaping the Air Force 
rogue squadron, whatever, like fights in the sky. No, it's just like this is something meaningful to me as a kid. I was growing up and I watched my dad in the air. Like, cool. I want to do this with two things I love. Jets, flying spacecrafts, and Star Wars. It's like, okay, oh, I love hearing about like awesome. people drawing from life experience to involve that in, yeah. and strictly from like a human standpoint. Yeah. Uh, There's passion in it. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Patty Jenkins' movie, you know? I'd be absolutely game for it. I mean, obviously, uh, did you see Wonder Woman 84? Yeah. That was a bit regrettable. <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't hey, great. You know? Yeah, the, the, the cat lady. Uh, what was it called? Oh, cat, Cheetah, was it? Or Cheetah? Ooh. Yeah. It's hard to Kristen sometimes Wick. bring comic book characters to life, I guess. Yes. Uh, can be tough for tone. But, I think her Rogue Squadron movie would have been really good, especially if we would have had Gina Carano in it. Yeah, no, there's there's so much potential that gets thrown out, and uh, with every last piece of news that comes out, it's like, oh. Because we're still, I assume you're, of course, on this team of waiting for the upswing. Something good's going to happen for Star Wars, and it's going to get stronger and better. Uh, yeah. We'll get there, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe one day. Be great if you could get Critical Drinker on an episode of Stargrift. Yeah, we've talked about that. We can uh, we can definitely make it. It's going to be just letting him know ahead of time. Of course, he'll make room. You want to do next week? We could talk. I will. I can ask. He'll see. Obviously, I don't know if he's he goes on holidays. He's got lots of scheduling. He has streams as well. So, mm-hmm. I'll I'll ask him when his next Monday free is, and then we can get him for that one. I suppose. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Still waiting for a Twi'lek protagonist. I'm tired of Disney having human main characters. We need more major alien characters, not just che- use Chewy. Yeah, that was kind of the weird thing with. Was it Mando three? There weren't really any aliens. Was it Mando three? Um, was it was one of the problems with Andor. Honestly, not enough aliens. Oh, Andor, for... right? Uh, was it Andor? Yeah, there were no aliens. And then it's funny to say, to be like protagonist. Um, what they did for uh, Hera in Ahsoka sucked. And it's like she's kind of. She, I think it was supposed to be argued the main character is Ahsoka, and then you have Sabine and Hera as sort of like B plots. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Hera did not get served by that at all, no. and they had Mary Elizabeth Winstead too. She's like an actress; <laughs> she's, she's, she's like an actual... capable of a lot. Yeah, I know. Married to Obi Wan. People are taking your interview out of context. What? That no way. She doesn't really mean there aren't female Star Wars fans. It's just the reality that they're the massive minority. Would Barbie market a movie for men? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, this reminds me of um, when we were watching Lord of the Rings, I made a comment of when Aragorn and Lurtz are fighting, and I was like, I think a lot of guys really just love seeing like a champion defeating the hell out of a horrible monster demon thing. Like, there's like some fundamental, like, fuck yeah, sort of thing. And a lot of people were like, women do too. I was like, no, I, I'm not saying women don't. I, I, like, I, I was just, I'm just saying that that's like a, it's a thing that it really like, it, it, it's technically it's for everybody. I'm just saying, like, I didn't mean for it to sound like I was like, women don't like things. I was watching the stand-up the other day. It popped up on I was like TikTok or Instagram, and he was like, uh, "Is that your husband or something?" He was talking to someone in the crowd. "Is that your husband?" And she's she says, "I'm a woman," <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, "Yeah, is that your husband?" She's like, "I'm a woman." Uh, 
what? <laughs> and everyone started laughing, and he's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, yeah, obviously. Uh, like, who are you making us suspicious now? What the hell? Uh, what's up, Vex? Thanks, man. Will the graphic novel be available in physical print? Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't release it in um, uh, online because it just gets pirated. So, yeah, all will be physical copies. That you can actually, nice book, you can turn pages. The cover is actually being done right now as we speak as well, and that's by a different artist who did the all the art for Vader Episode 1. Really, really talented artist. He's doing a great job. Front and back cover. Um, also be releasing just a book for it. Theory, when are you going to ask Molly about his T levels? Longman, have you asked the holiday question? When are you going to bring Theory on EFAP? Mm. Well, we try to bring people on for, you know, episodes that match them instead of just randomly, right? And uh, as for the holiday question, it's Christmas versus Halloween. Which do you prefer? Halloween. Oh, sweet. I'm the Halloween guy. Rags is the Christmas guy. Oh, we awesome. Have, like, we have armies being built on each side. Oh, yeah. No, I'm a Halloween guy. For sure. I fucking love Halloween. Yeah. I'm not, Christmas you know, is cool. Yeah. Thumbs up to Christmas. Yeah, I like Christmas. Yeah, no, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm part German. Like Christmas is huge in Germany, but mm -hmm. mm, it's cozy. It's nice. I mean, it's, I think it's cozier when you have uh, like a family. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's often the answer people give is that they, you know, adore it as a time to spend with family and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, absolutely. I, I love that too. But um, I don't know. Uh, so one of the ways I said it was like Halloween to me is always like a, time we get like special and crazy things happening uh both mm -hmm. in media and in person and you know like the dressing up the aesthetic of halloween i really yeah. like uh fall yeah. right and i love it yeah my favorite the leaves are all orange goats hope you gentlemen are doing well today what's up nick hope you're doing well man shout out to nick he's been working really hard on the fast facts channel that i have and fantasy theory which is all marvel so Sweet. if you guys want to check that out that is also my channel fast facts and fantasy theory you should add organized chaos for the memes. <laughs> I, I feel like you're better off not knowing who that is. I didn't want to be he's, rude, but he's a he's a very special man. He's a all right, incredibly special man. All right, I watched ninety seven Star Wars Xmas EP recently. Never again. Oh, yeah, the Wookiee part. Oh, the Christmas special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Senator Kanye. I love Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Nerdonymous is the channel that did the saved in the edit rebuttal. Yes. Um, I was really hoping to speak with him because I thought the, the video was super insightful. I loved his editing and humor. Mm. Um, but, you know, like I said, I had never even heard the counter. I've always known it to be that uh, it was her editing that saved the movie. But it's, it's a lot more complicated than that. I guess I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Big Star Wars fans like Theory saying Andor is not good and it's not... Star I never said that it's not good. I like how people... Well, whatever. No one was upset when Patty Jenkins was announced for Rogue One, Rogue Squadron. She never said anything controversial. Just a person making a good story. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm learning to write an outline and maybe a script and want to try with an idea I had somewhat unfuck what they did to Luke and the Last Jedi think i could get legal trouble for posting it i can't give you legal advice man yeah I, I, as, do you mean like a fanfic i assume people are able to post them but I, I you know can't tell you what would happen legally necessarily yeah yeah been following for years i listen love your support love your content pal keep going thanks christopher why thanks man 
Rossi with the big dono says, the sad thing is KK has set up for three more years of Charmin. Three more years? What do you mean? In or out of context? Fracturing the fandom and causing more needless issues. Can't believe Lucasfilm's first movie in years is the Ray movie and director. It's tone deaf. Three more years? Is it three years away? No, it's I don't know. Six, I think. Maybe that's what they mean, like the combination of the production and the release and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, if I were the PR management of Lucasfilm, the building would obviously be on fire at this point. Not that I would have set it on fire. I mean, it is on fire. Like, that's how bad things have gotten. And that, yeah, this is not a good choice to try and heal the fractures and no. rebuild the uh, fandom. No. No. You know what would have been sweet is if she was like, hey, I recognize, you know, as a newcomer into Star Wars, there is a lot of sensitivity around the franchise, and I really want to make sure I do my best to tell a good story. Boom! Done. Oh my god, everyone would be like, I, even then I'd be like, okay, you know what? I don't care about Ray for what the sequels did, but I'm now open to seeing this film. <laughs> have, you, have you heard the whole, like, the meme of... I can't if we talked about it or not, but just if if episode 10 opens with uh, Ray is missing and these three new plucky characters have to find her to bring balance to force and they, they go to some island planet and she's on there and she's given up on life, wants to kill herself and doesn't believe in the force anymore. We'd be like, oh shit, <laughs> it looks like it's you guys' turn to enjoy this. Oh, I would love to see that, dude. <laughs> but no, watch what's going to happen. She's going to come in. She's going to be way more powerful she's gonna be the shooting lightning and like precise bolts no problem she's gonna Just invent watch. a whole bunch of new force powers she's, she's gonna, gonna do things that have never been seen before force levitate planets she won't even need to go poo she can just materialize the poo from her intestines <laughs> out into a toilet she can magic it into the poop realm literally <laughs> Uh, final shot of the trilogy is her juggling the galaxy. That'd be a cool force power, actually. That'd be dope. Yeah, it would, yeah. Yeah, nice. Just stream all day. Forever. Why not? She's going to be Force Kamehameha. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the newest fan fiction that came out. It's about 37, 38 minutes long. It's almost 40 minutes. So if you guys want to check it out, uh, I sent it to my sound engineer, and he made it really nice and crisp for you guys. So check it out on the channel. It came out yesterday. Uh, or you can check it on Spotify. So show hands if you've watched it or listened to it. Just type one. It's two to three more years till the movie comes out. Isn't it supposed to come out in 26? Good God, I don't even know. I, uh, I'm i so out of the loop on a lot of it. I just, because like, I've already stopped at the gate of like, why would you make a Ray movie, Jesus? But I've heard a lot of different things about when it's coming out. I just, I just can't believe that the day it arrives we will likely be at the point of saying it's been like seven years since the Star Wars movie or whatever. Maybe more. It's quite pathetic what they've done. They've just completely shit the bed. But yeah, because I think if we were in a normal world, we'd be happy to say there's a big gap necessarily in between like a quality, you know, amount of things being written that we're all very excited for. But like this is Disney who said they wanted to marvelize it and produce one per year at least. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, well. Bro, we already got three Ray movies. Why are they making another? <laughs> the only cool thing about her, like someone in chat said, is her lightsaber. What, the yellow one? The yellow one? I, mean, I thought it could look kind of clunky. Yeah. I, and also, I just, I like the whole, like, we've had three Ray movies. We haven't even had, like, uh, movies that make me feel like I understood Ray, you know, as a character. She's been on a journey. It feels like she was, like, a walking through the world, bouncing between things randomly. 
I know. I know. It's not like Luke. It's not like we've had Luke's story in the OT with it. It's like, no. And that's not to say that I desperately need to have a race story. It's like, no, we can we can try something else. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was hoping that we would see more of a continuation of Kylo Ren's character, but he's dead, and Adam Driver's yeah. not coming back. So, well, that, that's that, I guess. Yeah, and, and it's like, where do you think Ray would be in 10 years after Rise of Skyward? And I'm like, where would fucking Joe Bloggs be? I don't know. Like, is, it could be anywhere. She could be doing anything. That's not a good thing, by the way. No. Like, the fact really that I have not. nothing to hang on to for why where she would be, what she'd be doing. Yeah, I... I have no idea what they're thinking, dude. It's like they're just drilling themselves into a hole further and further. Dave will nail Star Wars in the coffin. He's woke. I mean, I just think he's bad at telling stories, but <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I don't think so. I think he's going to do a fine job, at least. One would hope, unless someone meddles in, or mm. maybe he loses his way completely. I don't really know. You know what was weird to me? Actually, I'll tell you this off stream. Okay. Yeah, it's actually... Yep, it's interesting. Sorry for the spelling mistake earlier. No worries. Also, the Star Wars Jedi game director left. Oh, what? Hmm. So the director of the first two is it? Or? Asmussen? No. Oh sh. Well, no, that was twenty twenty three. I'm not as uh, familiar with the games. The oh, Jedi Survivor is a lot of fun, but it's forcing me to become a better gamer. Than that. I don't see anything. Unless you're talking about that from 2023, perhaps. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Never have a character die that many times, all right? <laughs> not that you can't make it work, just not advisable, that's all. It's true, actually, yeah. You know, uh, gosh, yeah. Um, David Fillmore. <laughs> you know what? I really think the most ridiculous part of Ahsoka was the zombie staircase scenes. I just think it was really ridiculous. Um, um, just the, well, even the choreography of like how she was like moving. She's like, oh yeah, the like what? How is this supposed to be like? Well, I mean, do you agree with this? Like, they were more threatening when they were alive and stormtroopers, not when they're zombies, because. They're slower and stupider as zombies, and you have a lightsaber. Throw your lightsaber down the stairs, bring yep. it back. Like, how cool of a scene would There's that have been? There's four of them, right? Four lightsabers in that scene. Bro, just imagine this. All of them coming up the stairs. And then Sabine <laughs> and Ezra, oh, what are we going to do? Ahsoka just goes, throws the lightsabers, and they go, and you see them all just fall and die. It's like, well, okay, it... let's go. Way more of a cinematic scene, way more entertaining. But again, I would just be like, I don't see why I was supposed to think that was threatening. That is exactly what I would thought would have happened. No, and then they go to a door that opens, and there's like a real villain that's like yeah. brought back with magic or something. Yeah. They made such a big deal about that spell casting from the witches, and then it's just mm -hmm. zombies. That... Exactly. The only ones that were hard to deal with were ones with like, what was it, Beskar armor or something? Yeah, the Death Troopers. Are you tired of like all materials being mixed in with everything and everyone being everywhere and stuff? Um, yeah. The big yeah, one for wait, me was you know the, like, uh, the I, bounty hunting stormtrooper Mandalorians from season three. Stormtrooper Mandalorians? 
Man, Stormtrooper Mandalorians, remember them? They were the Empire affiliated, like the they had jetpacks and Beskar armor. Oh yeah, those ones. They come oh, up yeah. with a new Stormtrooper variant, like now. every season of anything at Star Wars now. Yeah. Do you remember the Rise of Skywalker had the final order troopers? They were like Sith the troopers. Red ones. Yeah. Red ones. They were literally just they had a spray paint job. Yeah, I I, I don't know why they I guess merchandise, but like <laughs> I don't know. It's I, so yeah. many stormtrooper types. I don't know, man. I at least make them do something different. In the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special Chewbacca, it's like it's like why are these ones different? They're red. Yeah, they spray paint. Okay. Okay, but like, what's their abilities like? Are they more powerful? Do they have better guns? Do they have yeah, because the clone the clone changes no. felt to me like rank and uh, specialty, while the stormtrooper ones really feel like toys, and they're just messing around. They have no idea what they're doing. If you're going to remake one of the sequels, hmm. Well, wait. If you remake TFA, does that cancel out the continuity of TLJ and Tross? Because if that's the case, then it's TFA easily. That should be yeah. everyone's choice. I, I would remake The Last Jedi. That's the one that um, destroyed it for me. Well, yeah, but if you remake TFA, you would end up, like, redoing everything, right? Like, I, Luke would be in TFA <laughs> if I was doing it. Yeah, true. Okay, yeah, let's do TFA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird question. Do you think Earth could defend again? I'm just so fucking tired of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. It's not going to happen anyway. Do you think Earth no. could defend against an Imperial Star Destroyer? No. I don't know about a super well, star destroyer. We would. Uh, I'm trying to think the world's combined efforts, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But not a Death Star. <laughs> that's GG. That's over. No. Yeah, let's see you later. It's like, oh my God, what is that? Yeah. Oh, oh well. See you later. <laughs> somehow be like, You're all sexist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a woman that pressed the fire button. I mean, the Death Star is kind of sexist. Why is it a big testicle? It could have been anything, and they made it that. So, what's that about? Big boob. Hmm. Maybe it's sexist in the other direction. You're right. Maybe. Could be an egg. Ooh. Star Wars Demolition game is on PS5. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Star yeah, Wars Demolition game. Hmm. Yeah, Stig left. What? Stig. Stig Asmussen. That's unfortunate. He did a great job with the first two. Hmm. That's not a moon. <laughs> That's a nut. <laughs> there were two of them. That's true. But that that, that supports the testicle and boob theory, okay? Oh, jeez. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm getting to the point where it's just... Uh, I really just want to be much more candid with how I feel because I'm just tired genuinely tired of all of this bullshit i just want to go back to good stories everything has to be so goddamn political today oh yeah um i assume you mean you want to be like having to filter less in order to have less people take wild interpretations like for malicious no i don't care about that i don't care no i i that's free marketing i like that okay yeah no um no i just I just want people to be normal, like, you know, it's, it seems like it's so difficult today to just be literally fucking normal. Like everything has to be about a ideology or an agenda or something that you stick yourself to in some sort of clique or group, or I stand for this, I stand for that. Well, we all stand for different things. 
I think any normal sane human would stand for equal rights, would stand for um, freedom of speech, would stand for, which is funny enough, these people that stick, stick up for that don't allow others to have freedom of speech, only as long as it goes with their rhetoric. And if you in any sort of way go against that, then you are villainized, demonized. It's unfortunate. I, I think the psychology is just... It's like an impetual doom uh, that their life will lead to because it's just this way of looking at things that you have to agree with me. Otherwise, if you don't, then you are the enemy. I also think it's unfortunate that the categorization of like it's almost binary. So the there is no, for example, it's not like person A kind of agrees with me, person B mostly disagrees, person C really disagrees, and person D super disagrees. Right. It's like the second you disagree, is like you all super disagree with me. It's like yeah. really, that just like ruins the interest of the whole diversity of human thought at that point. Like, oh right. well. Um, and yeah, I've I've talked before about how um, it feels weird. It's been so long now since uh, remembering sort of discussion of media used to be more so aimed at the nerdy minutia. Mm -hmm. You and I could have a whole debate over who would win in a fight between Mace Windu and fucking Count Dooku or something, yeah. both of their prime. Yeah. But it just doesn't happen as much anymore, and it's a real shame. It's more so yeah, about what does the no. story mean for wider culture. And it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to have the conversation. I just didn't realize that was going to be exclusively the conversation. No, it's it's rather unfortunate. I have to say, like even um, just looking at at how like the views have been in general uh, for for star like for videos. Um, it's like fan fictions, and I don't know, man. It's 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 all about like drama and shit today. It's just not like let me show you something. It's disheartening. So you know, here's fan fiction. All story, no politics, nothing. 22,000 views. My thoughts on It's Time a Woman Shaped Star Wars, something controversial. 126,000. Yeah. Rebel Moon Review, 91,000. Just fucking idiot. Breaking down on shit. 55K views two days ago. It's, it is, it's sad to see. Mark Hamill, uh, drama, 250K. Um, a Star Wars video, 33K. It's really weird. I don't get it, man. It's like, you know, back in the day, this would have been at like 250K by now. Three years ago, this video would have been at 250K easily. But the overall interest in Star Wars has completely changed where we now have to talk about bullshit. It yeah, really doesn't I mean, matter. And that's what gets traction because that's the interest. That's no, and, and this is a direct blame of Disney, I believe. These Absolutely, kinds they're, of videos, they're the custodians, and they've uh, yeah, this is what they've done with it. They've garnered the interest, and so it's so it's like you literally not even have to change your content, but it's like no one cares anymore, really, about fan fictions and the old shit and lore. I mean, what was this? I remember I uploaded this video when I did six years ago, and then in a day, I think it had like hundreds of thousands of views. Comic videos did so well. I mean, fan fan films will always do well, but. Top 10 videos. I mean, it's like 15 million views, 3.5 million views, 4.1, 9.6. Like, these don't hit the same today. They're just not nearly as interesting. The fantasy series. All of these crazy views today. You no, know, I, I could repurpose this video 
even as an experiment, upload it, and no one would give a shit. It's crazy. It's, I mean, it's got to be all the all the culture aspects, but also just the the writing these films is really hard to generate uh, theories or analysis with how inconsistent every fucking thing is. Like when you lay out, you know, for example, imagine trying to talk about that stupid knife that leads them to uh, the ruins of the Death Star and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, how do you construct theories about that without people being like, okay, you're gonna have to ignore a shit ton of how stupid it is that that, that could make any sense at all? You know, you get what I mean? It's like, how how could any of and you're just like, ugh. and it makes being fans who want to celebrate the stuff a lot more difficult, not impossible, as people are pointing out. It's like it's still it's great that there's still that many people watching, considering the damage they've done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's um, you get you get communities that are built who want to be strictly positive because they want to go back to a time where we're all just celebrating Star Wars being fun and awesome. Yeah, but that, just... like it's not it's not representative of the you know current releases of the IP, which is what is damaging it a lot as well. It's it. I know that you don't experience this because you kind of your content has been critical of you know, films and breaking them down. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, you know, there's 3,000 videos of, of lore and yeah. uh, fan fictions and, you know, shit that I always thought was cool that I'd love to still keep making, but it's like, it's just, it. no one cares anymore because Star Wars is just so fucked. And it's like only a small select group of the fandom actually gives a shit now. Whereas before, it was like, that was what Star Wars was about. And people are like, well... Why are you kind of scorn about it? And I was like, well, Star Wars isn't what it used to be. And this is because of fucking Disney and their lack of care. And they've just completely shit on everything. Where oh, no yeah, one actually even gives a, it gives a crap about anything bef that came before it, like the lore or any of that stuff that was actually fun. That was what Star Wars was. Now it's all about like Charmin obeyed dickhead talking about it shaping Star Wars as a woman or whatever it might be. And then you get these little people that just come on and try to twist your words or say whatever they want for their own narrative because they hate you. It's 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 just a completely different space than what I signed up for and what I started out in and it's just hard to see. It's an it's unfortunate. But it goes hand in hand with what Disney has done. And well, I just that, I, th I feel like even though we're coming from different angles almost they're interconnected. I think the health they of are, Star yeah. Wars overall is well, you know going to determine it. So I, I would I would wonder, like, you and Gary, for example, like, what if they were to release something that was absolutely phenomenal and brought us back to George Lucas Star Wars to where it was actually supposed to be? I don't think we would be ripping it apart or you guys would be ripping it apart or being like, this is bullshit compared to what it once was, what it was supposed to be. I think you guys would be totally for it. And this is what yeah. people don't really understand. It's like, oh, those guys just grift. Those guys just shit on it. Well, it's like, you guys well, wouldn't have what to happens shit with on that. it if it wasn't um, bad, if it wasn't shit. Because I, I kind of want the question answered myself, like the hypothetical you've given, but we did see it with, uh, it was Rings of Power and House of Dragon came out at the same time, right? Yeah. If you look at the coverage of them both before they came out, pretty, like, very negative Rings of Power. Pretty negative House of the Dragon. If you'd asked me before it came out, I'd have been like, dude, Game of Thrones Season 8 was a fucking disaster. I think it's, like, cute that they're trying to get the fans back in after, like, how they destroyed it. And then other yeah. people be like, you understand it's a different creative team, and, you know, the trailer looks good, and I'd be like, yeah, because I was pretty, you know, I'm happy to admit I was pretty against it. 
Right. It comes out, and I, you know, it takes me a while, but I get into it, and then I'm eventually praising it so hard that I'm hyper recommending it. I'm like, everyone should go see it. Right. And you'd think, ah, that proves it. Then you know, Mola goes from saying it's like a bad thing to avoid it more than likely to praising it. He's changed his mind based on the content coming out being good enough. Right. But no, what I saw was that the narrative was, you see, they switched the grift based on public opinion. And I was like, what? And it's like, yeah, because too many people said it was good. You couldn't say it was bad. What? And I was like, I don't even like, and I was like, so there's, there's nothing that we could do or say based on any style of stuff coming out that would ever change the minds of people who said like, uh, with strictly like bad faith or whatever. No, and, and, you know, even what I've noticed now too, is like, you know, if we, if they don't have Anakin Skywalker, it's shit. If they do have Anakin Skywalker, it's shit. And it's like, <laughs> uh, it's, what do we do? What I find interesting is if they did release a phenomenal Star Wars film, I feel like they need more than one to actually start to fix and heal like the uh, the community yes. overall. Like that's how much damage they've done. They need yes. a powerhouse of at least two, I think. Two or three. Well, it's not even that. It's the PR. Yeah. The PR is ass. Yeah. Like stop pandering to one side of the fandom who are just a bunch of intolerant babies that literally grift and shapeshift words. That They're like... Uh, Mystique. I would even argue if half of them are actual Star Wars fans, I think you know they probably don't even give a shit behind closed doors. They're just trying to be part of something. Oh, isn't they just give them to tourists? Right, they pop in for the cultural aspects, not for exactly the the cultural aspect. Yeah, and then there are others who are actually diehards, and then there are others who just came in with the sequel stuff, which is fine. But I'm really not sure how many of those there are. (laughs) It's just it's got to be waiting with every day that passes. You know, I know. Just vibing in the moment there. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty gay. (laughs) That's pretty gay, dude. Uh, No, it's called puberty. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, maybe. Is that is that that's where your mind wants to go? Sure. Oh man, how are we looking for time? I know you got to bounce to your. Uh, up to you. Completely up to you in terms of. Well, I can go for another like twenty minutes max, probably. Okay. Cool. Um. Chat. What are you guys thinking? Where should we? Take the conversational. I'm just trying to actually. I'm getting sidetracked here. And. Ta da! <laughs> hey, and the names are on the right sides. Excellent. Chat, is that too bright for you? Maybe I should lower it. Hmm. Petition to have Mahler have a AI robot. <laughs> speaks as himself imagine I like, ran through a bunch of Star Wars characters like Jar Jar Binks, Darth Maul maybe uh, <laughs> if those two had a kid that sort of thing if <laughs> instead of just to see what your face would <laughs> just those two yeah, it's possible it's... if you consider the Phantom Menace that I'm sure they looked at each other a little like you know longingly at some point uh... 
Stream's getting gay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch What If the Sequels Were Awesome? Not yet, no. Oh, did you watch that? Uh, whatchamacallit? It was about the sequel trilogy. It was another guy who made a really good video. It was... Um... Check. Do you guys remember the name? I know it's very vague. We were talking about a few weeks ago. Uh, there was a creator that made a really good sequels video. I think it was like a year ago. And he just went over how like everything was just so inconsistent and just didn't work. And it got a lot of a lot of views. I just can't remember the name. Um, Talking about how everything's it, inconsistent. I've done been. that for years. <laughs> uh, it could have been. Could have been the anti trilogy. Theory getting suspiciously uncomfortable with the gay talk. <clears throat> Maybe this is my coming out moment. Mm. Oh wait, did you want to? The other one mentioned the uh, the nerd anonymous video is amazing. Um, yeah, I'll get on that. Uh, nerd anonymous video is amazing because people tend to forget somehow all the edits are viewed by Gar by George. <laughs> Gorge. <laughs> Gorge. Uh, it's. Not like they went behind his back. I hate this narrative that George's success was not his own. What is this about? So the commonly accepted thing is that George had a cut and it was awful. That's what the video actually suggests, the original one. And then mm -hmm. uh, Marshall Lucas comes in and saves the day. Uh, the reality being the first stronger cut George was like very interconnected with. There's three editors, not just Marsha, that did lots of work. Each of them claim different amounts of the work, and some of them actually contradict each other in terms of who did what and where and where ideas came from. Right. So it's a very digestible narrative to say that Marsha Lucas was the one that edited Star Wars from good to great or from even bad to great, some people say. Okay. Uh, the Nerd Anonymous video shows that George was pretty much in the process throughout and that Marsha did great work, so did uh, everyone else, basically. I see. Okay. So yeah, I, I believe that. Saying that she saved Star Wars is just not as... I'm not comfortable with that statement. Yeah, I don't know where people get the idea that she saved Star Wars. I don't understand what that means. But she did shape a lot of it by editing it, for sure. Sure, yeah. Um, but as did a lot saving. of... Yeah, I, I just... For people who can hear us saying that and are like, what? It's like, just watch the video from Nerd Anonymous, and uh, I think you'll change your mind a little bit. Yeah, I know. The show gets so pressed when you talk about the stupidity of Disney. Yeah, no. Someone has to. I mean, it, uh, you see the copes of like how they get through, you know, like the kamikaze. There's people to this day trying to defend that that makes complete sense. The hyperspace holdo maneuver. Uh, yeah. I can't believe they are when even you have it in canon being described as stupid. You know, uh, Rise of Skywalker saying it's one in a million. Why would anybody yeah. do a one in a million? Like, imagine you're in a last stand situation, and instead of just continuing, like, you have a car that you can drive into the enemy convoy and smash it. You're like, yeah, sure, I might just do that. It's like, or if you press this button, you have a one in a million chance to blow them all up. You'd be like, one in a million? No. <laughs> <Joe, laughs> one in a million? <laughs> what would be the point in a one in a million? Like, What's the point of that? Yeah, literally. Uh, one. Something up here, yeah. Well, you know what? There was a problem with Rise of Skywalker, I feel like, where it just sort of shit on everything that The Last Jedi did, and The Last Jedi just completely went in its own veered off path. So it was like there was no consistency anywhere. Yeah, I mean, right. uh... to, to be real, the reason I liked 
Rise of Skywalker at the beginning was because it, it completely retconned everything to do with TLJ. I mean, a lot of it, yes. Um, I think there's yeah. still retarded shit in Rise of Skywalker. I don't like yeah. a lot of the like hyper coincidences or there's the you know, you're like, do, do you think it was wild that like most people didn't even know Kylo was on Mustafar in the beginning? Yeah, what how did they not know? These like not Star Wars fans? Well, it's it's not even that. I think it's the portrayal of it. They don't really make a make a point of it. It's more so it's it's it almost comes across as planet well, that Kylo is on doing things. Let me tell you why. Because you had to play the Vader Immortal game. Oh, okay. So in the Vader Immortal game, you go through a bunch of successions of you know one two three and eventually you return mustafar slowly back to what it once was which was a green lush planet Mm. however that takes three games to play awesome game i really enjoyed the game i enjoyed the story i would love to go back and play it again even on a live stream but you have to play the game in order to learn that mustafar once was all like basically naboo then, well, yeah, I, I guess uh, what I'm saying is I don't blame people for not knowing that doesn't look like Mustafar as we know it from Revenge of the Sith sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh, cool. They're uh, kind of using whatever the game did, but I guess... You had so. to play Fortnite to understand why Palpatine was back for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they had like a... You know, uh- <laughs> But that to me, did you hear they've uh, they're uploading Sopranos episodes to TikTok? I think it's TikTok or Instagram, and they're converting all episodes into twenty five second videos. I was just like, wow, really? is there a better way to like summarize the situation we're in with modern media? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a celebratory thing, and I was just like, wow, that's really sad. That's crazy. You know what I uh, got popped up? And I don't know if this is true, but I would not be surprised. Um, I'm just going to bring it up on the screen here. This was on the Theory Talks a little bit ago. Someone said this. And look, a lot of people say a lot of bullshit, but if this is the case, that's quite unfortunate. And I hope that one day we could all just learn to let bygones be bygones, just as I've been continuously doing, and to just uh, let people enjoy what they want and not enjoy what they want. So oh yeah, coordinated fucking Discord attacks is cringe. It's, uh... Yeah, it's not the first time I've heard of it. I just want to bring it to light. I really hope that it's not true. And um, I would love to just live in peace here. I mean, if you guys notice, there's a lot of people that always talk about me. There's a lot of people that talk about Mauler. We don't talk about anybody else. We typically just stick to ourselves and we talk about Star Wars or we dissect films. But if people start gunning for us, eventually the tide will turn. And I just want to let that be known. We do cover videos on EFAB, but um, even then we try to make it... <laughs> we try not to go out of uh, out of our way to go after them like, personally or anything. We're trying to review yeah. what they, they are saying about the film, for example. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I'd love it if we all could just one day do our own thing and not be so um, picked on for speaking our minds about something that we really love. That'd be nice. But I'm all for disagreement if they take issue with, you know, our call it logic, workings out, points of view, and disagree. That's totally fine. I am I'm down for respectful disagreement. Hell yeah. Yeah. So if that's a thing, then awesome. <laughs> if it's a thing. 
What would you think about a movie where the Jedi foresee their downfall during the time of Revenge of the Sith, where they save parts of the archive? As seen in Survivor? Uh, what, what time period? Where the Jedi foresee their downfall? Well, he said during the time of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, that's too early. It would have to be like High Republic or something. So they want to go there. But then they all die out. So it's like, well. But then Yoda's still around, so it doesn't really make sense, actually. <laughs> well, they kind of did. I mean, Sifo Dyas did in the Dooku novel. So, you know, which kind of prompted him to go and make the clone, the clones. So, so excited for the news theory sabers drop. The force is to stop. <laughs> Thanks, SE. I hope you'll be ready for it, man. Hope you'll be able to grab one. The comment about men was done about her documentary of Grant. Yes. Um, be at least honest. Right. We already talked about this in the beginning, so if you want to see our answer to it, then go ahead and check it out. Otherwise, we'll just jump in here. Thanks for the five bucks. Yeah, George's passion was an as an editor, so he knows. Editing is where he admitted he feels more comfortable as a creator. Yeah, so I don't really like the sentiment that people throw in that, you know, George wasn't a great editor. He literally created linear editing. The, the reason we can edit the way we do today is because of George Lucas. He did so much more than just Star Wars. It's um, it, it's just rumor mill, and then, like, it develops and develops into just, like, common knowledge. Like I said, people were very surprised to hear me say the thing about Marshall Lucas, and I was like, oh, shit, those people don't, like, know. And to be fair, I didn't know. They don't know. Well, no, you don't know until you know. Yeah. So whatever. Are you supposed to be born with all this information? No. The supercomputer that can track any ship in hyperspace in The Last Jedi was such a bad choice and can cause so many future issues as well. Yeah. Uh, it has huge repercussions to trace people through hyperspace. Um, it's a major element of Star Wars is the the sort of struggle, the tension of getting your hyperspace in positions so that you can actually escape and then you you save. A lot of sci-fi does it. Farscape, Star Trek, and uh, you know, ever, even it's going to be uh, Rebel Moon. I'm sure that they have their own the hyper warp. I think they mentioned in that one. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own systems, and it's uh, it's a really useful way in space to escape enemies, especially for our plucky heroes and stuff. But having it be <laughs> that you could never escape, like. Uh, yeah. Okay, you could do that, but I guarantee you, you're going to have to invent a thing. We go. Actually, our ship has a hyperspace tracking nullifier. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, uh, of course you do. Do you remember Snoke's? Uh, what was it? It was like it's not his henchmen. It's like scientists. So it was the cloaked beings that were looking through some sort of a magnifying glass. Uh, you talking about where were they? Which film? TLJ. In like the throne room. Mm-hmm. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. Tall, black, cloaked figures. They were looking through some, like a triple magnifying glass. Magnifying glass thing, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was supposed to be like finding some coordinates to where like Plagueis could be or finding coordinates to some other place in the unknown regions or or whatever, like we're going to be traveling there. No, (laughs) it was just literally like a magnifying glass. (laughs) (laughs) Creative. (laughs) Like, cool. Hell yeah. Uh, I love it when the fan theories are better than the actual film. You always get rewarded for speculating. Oh, every time. What would Qui-Gon do if Obi-Wan fell to Maul? We'd kill Maul, hopefully, and then he would go and train Anakin, and the world would probably have been fine. There you go. Yeah. This year we celebrate 25 years since our favorite character appeared. Misa be thinking you be knowing who. 
What are your favorite Jar Jar quotes? Um, Misa no have a boo ball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Mui Mui is probably just the best. <laughs> he just says Mui Mui. Just... Uh oh, big booba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why aren't any coming to mind right now? Uh... Huh. Oh well. Big gooba fish. <laughs> <laughs> we said die. <laughs> These are old classics. <laughs> we'll see it on George American Graffiti and THX eleven thirty eight, an amazing film. Yeah, th- those are the films that got him Star Wars as well, right? Very colorful movie, especially for that time. I can't imagine. Rancor versus Ogdo Bogdo. Rancor, dude, kicks mm. his ass. I mean, you know, it could be close depending on the environment. Just saying. That's true. Depending on the difficulty setting. Yes, that's true. How powerful would Luke have been if he was trained during the prequel era if he fought in the Clone Wars? Extremely powerful. I mean, yeah, he probably have... Like, he gets the benefit then of all the knowledge and skill of... It's certainly more so than what he got in his own timeline. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably the best one. I how rude. How wooed. And he was right to say that. He was, of course he was. I think Qui-Gon's would probably have to be uh hmm. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent? Come on. Probably. That's a good line. Yeah. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Probably my favorite line from him. <laughs> when are you thinking we say Yeah. It's interesting how he got so much hate in the beginning from people, and then now everyone loves him. I mean, I love him like a meme, uh, but <laughs> I also, <laughs> if I'm to watch Phantom Menace, I do tolerate him. Like, I'm I'm like, there he is, doing his thing. What a silly guy. Yeah, like, yeah, he's there. He's, he's having fun. He's doing his thing. <laughs> yeah, that was like <laughs> the Misa worst. Propose to give emergency power to the Supreme Chancellor. That's it's incredible that he did that. Great idea, Jar Jar. Yeah, let's Thanks, go. Jar Jar. <laughs> you fucking ruined everything. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> nice. That's why I feel like there is more story potential to see a Jar Jar Binks film for him to address his involvement, for his, for his perspective yeah. on how everything went down versus Ray. Like, when you say like a Ray movie, I'm like, what the fuck's that going to be about? Anything really. But a Jar Jar film, like, ooh, maybe they'll actually like have him deal with the fact that he kind of gave Palpatine so much power, you know? Well, you know what's funny is that, they, as you said, they can't have Rey lose her powers now because it would just be too much of a riff on TLJ, so now they have to give her either more. the same powers or more powers because it's been 15 years. So it's like, hmm. Nice. Yeah. You see the article on Rey having Kylo's child and then fighting Plagueis? Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Force kid and... Uh... Yeah, sure. Man. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Hell, I'm up for it. Let's go. Rose Tico, uh, Misa, love Jaja now. I mean, those two could have a romantic entanglement, sure. Yeah. 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 Jaja can probably throw down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did Anakin serve his role as the Chosen One by bringing balance to the Force through becoming Darth Vader? Was this will of the Force to oppose 
how dogmatic the Jedi have become. Yeah, some people can see it that way. I mean, in the end, there was just two left, right? So, I think truly, you know, the Jedi probably were were throwing, shifting the balance because they were bending the force to their will for politics. And so Vader came in and he literally thwarted all of that, destroyed it, and returned order. But then it was more so the Sith. And then yeah. in the end, Luke came in because of Vader's actions and it was just one force being. Well, if you want to go sequel trilogy, then it was just two because it was Luke and Palpatine. Mm. Balance. Because as the Emperor was falling down that shaft, he was like, jokes on them. I'm going to go to Exegol now. Jokes on them? Yeah, well, that's in the book. It said his he his essence was out of his body before he hit the floor, whatever it was. Sure. Sure. Yeah, let's go against what George wished. What story would you two have done for the sequel trilogy? I'd definitely do the Yuzon Vong War. Mm. I'd consider that. Uh there's yeah. a lot of potential there. I just I want to give respectable stories to the three main characters of the OT to move them on in a new world. I personally would love to have had Plagueis come back now that he sees Palpatine was dead. You can definitely work with that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Palpatine's dead in your vision, huh? Wow. Yeah. yeah Crazy. He's gone. They were called the Attendants in the last right. Fun fact, they were in the last Thrawn trilogy book. Grisks own the Attendants. Pro, many it means the grit. Maybe it means the grisk may come into film. Con, it ties into the sequel. Everything will tie into the sequel. <laughs> That's the con for every single thing that comes out. Now. <laughs> Pro, it could mean this. Con, we know where it ends up. <laughs> Have you seen the channel not Obi Wan Kenobi? It's deep fake of Obi Wan, Anakin, and Qui Gon reacting to the prequels. No, um, I Is don't think I've seen Hopkins? that. Yeah, because I've seen like individual uh, videos of stuff like that, but I don't think I've seen that one. Um, we're pretty much coming up on time here. Very well. Ready to bounce? We got one more message, I think. One more? What if Ahsoka took the dark power and gave Anakin... That'd be kind of cool. Uh... No, it needed to play out the way it did. And I, I always wonder that, too. It's like if Anakin didn't have his mind wiped, what would have happened? The waffles. Oh, see, Mahler doesn't know what I'm talking about. He hasn't seen the Clone Wars. Nope. I'm like, why is he silent? <laughs> I'm like, oh, right. this guy talking about a fucking crazy guy over here? Yeah, so in the Clone Wars, uh, there's this mystery planet called Mortis. Essentially, it's like the gods. The, there's the son, the father, the daughter. Um, the daughter gets killed by the son, which is the brother. And he's the embodiment of the dark side. She's the light side. The father is the balance, kind of. And the daughter, the daughter dies through protecting Ahsoka because she gets taken over by the dark side, by the sun. And uh, she dies, so the daughter sacrifices herself by putting her light side, pure light side, into Ahsoka. So Ahsoka is now the pure light. And then, that's why she's wearing white robes in Ahsoka at the end. And then... Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to be honest with you, this is not sound like something I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> it was a... It, dude, I love that arc. It was sick as hell. And 
then the son goes after Anakin and he's like, I can show you your future. And he shows Anakin literally everything that Vader becomes and does. And Anakin's like, no. And then he gets his mind wiped. So he like forgets. But he literally in that moment is like, yes, let's destroy the Jedi because I see what they're going to do. And then he gets his mind wiped. Okay. <laughs> we Hey, you know what? We'll eventually watch it. We could uh, have a deep dive. That's Yeah, that's the, the real Clone Wars, not the uh, 2D. Mm. Well, some would argue that's not the real one, but um, not Obi Wan is the same as Charlie Hopkinson. Oh, it's the same. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's up, son? What's up, Tom? What's up, Tommy? What are you drinking there? What's that? Cottage cheese. I'm drinking some cottage cheese. What is that? I can't read what that is. I can see it now, baby Sheev. Ah, oh, yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. What's up, Maria? You guys know that make men uncomfortable comments were from eight years ago in regards to her doc about acid bombs being used to disfigure women. Yes, but I do believe if she really wanted to clarify that, she would, she would very easily say, I love to make those types of men uncomfortable. Not all types of men. You know, not the host, of course, like she clarified, but... All types of men. I mean, I'm sure she has a father. I'm sure she has sons or brothers. It just, you have to be very careful when you're grouping an entire gender into one and saying that I want to make them uncomfortable. You say, no, I want to make these types of women uncomfortable. I want to make, make these types of men uncomfortable. And especially when you're a storyteller, that can be really dragged out and being used against you today, especially with the comments that she's doubling down on, where she is quite the activist, and she has made a lot of comments about how she really does not like men. So, you know the whole um, directing Star Wars with a woman, was there any more context to that, or was that what it is? No, it's what you it know, is. As in, like, moving Star Wars, you know, a woman making the pathway for it. So I still, like I said, I feel like that quote is retarded as well. It is, yeah, and I, I truly think that, um, you know, there is activism behind there she's obviously coming from a place where she sees a, a group of men and kind of brands every single man like those kinds of men and no one is saying that the men that she's talking about primarily or making the video for are good men i think anyone who thinks that is obviously ridiculous and a horrible person and should go to jail but if she's talking about all men in general then i think she should clarify the kinds of men she's actually talking about especially when you're a storyteller and you have a voice like that. It's just common knowledge. But then to go and double down and this is time a woman shaped Star Wars is like, well, come on. What do you want where do you want our minds to go? Now we really don't like you. And you're doing a Ray movie. Like, well, why can't you just say, hey, look, there's some sensitivity in this fandom as a newcomer in here. I would love to tell a great story and I hope you guys will appreciate it and enjoy it when it's out. Fuck it. Easy. Boom. But it has to be about women. Patty Jenkins doesn't do any of that shit. She says, hey, look, I just saw like something that was emotional and important to me and important to my dad, and I want to make a movie about this with Star Wars. Okay, cool. I'm going to watch it. But no, it has to be about gender. It has to be about politics. It has to be about, I'm a woman. This is what I'm going to do, and it's going to be better than a man, blah, blah, blah. So what, what is that statement really saying? Because what was before, men making Star Wars? Well, sure, but also women too. So it's 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 this ego that she has and I just don't think people like it and that's what's happening today where 
Oh, I didn't. I got it. Yeah, I read it. Yeah, I read that. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million, Han Solo. Hey, maybe it was really just lame callback attempt. I do think there's something to staying positive as best as you can as a creator. Um, I think there's something. Oh wait, <laughs> that was one in a million also... from Hard is saying, "Wow, what an amazing shot you got!" Versus what in a million in the uh, in the in, actual in literal Rise of Skywalker is an attempt to say we can't use that strategy because it's one in a million. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? I think... Like the, that's supposed to account for the fact that the the film would be fucking over if one ship goes in and destroys all the star destroyers. Yeah, you understand? Well, like you'd be like, oh yeah, we I, can't do that. It's literally like a form of expression. Like, oh, that was a really amazing shot. Versus, uh, literally, uh, if you try this a million times, maybe one time it'll happen. Yeah. It, yeah. No. Look, as a creator, yeah, it's important to be uh, positive. But I think as a creator, even more important, it's 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 vital to be genuine. And not disingenuous. And I think that is the primary difference between people who are fake and grifting and trying to be shills so that they can get free movie tickets or be part of a certain clique or to be noted as whatever it is today on a political agenda somewhere, leaning left or whatever it might be, leaning right. I think it's extremely important. And look, as a creator, it's up to you how you want to conduct yourself. I don't think anybody can tell you how to be. You should be better. You should be this. Go make your own fucking channel, and you do it how you want to do it. But at the end of the day, if you truly want to be a creator for yourself and for the people, just speak your mind. As long as you're not hurting anybody, speak your mind. You're talking about movies? Speak your mind. That's what we need today. We don't need people who are like robots and bought by the corporations. So... It's, it's a very fine line, and it's it can be very uh, lucrative to, of course, be a shill. But, uh, you know, I would love to be invited to a lot of different events and get early access to everything, but at, at what cost? My dignity? Me not saying what I truly want to say? No, we have enough of those people out there. So, she did say Pakistani men during the interview. Okay, cool. What, what point are you trying to make here? Are you trying to say that I support those men? Is that what you... I don't know what you want. What do you want us to say? I think you can clearly understand exactly what everyone's talking about with their sentiments. We can keep going back and forth on it, if you like. Had enough of your grifting and living in my head theory. I'm unsubbing and sticking to Cobra Kai theory. At least he's not a grifter god, JK. Right on. Well, I hope you enjoy the videos there. Are you alive? Oh, I'm alive. I'm, I'm, just, I'm thinking about a James Cameron Star Wars trilogy. I'm like, hmm. Would you trust James Cameron to direct the Star Wars trilogy? Mm. Assuming Lucas wrote the script and Kevin Feige did the dialogue? Why uh, Kevin Feige on the dialogue? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, even give him a chance, but trust him? Like, I don't know, man. I don't trust him with Terminator. You know, James Cameron was great back in the day, but his comments lately have just been kind of interesting. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know how you go from making Terminator and True Lies to saying that men, testosterone in men is a bad thing. It's just, it's, it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, have we ever seen Mahler and Melvin on stream at the same time? Seems awfully suspicious. Well. I'd say Mahler's Doomcock. I ain't denying anything. 
I'm super far behind, but I know with me personally, I was once hired a union through a union and was specifically told that I was a guarantee because I'm a minority. Honestly pissed me off. Same concept with the Disney woman. Oh, dude, I've heard so much of that shit. I've talked to so many people that are actually in Hollywood hiring people. Very high up names, very big names. And they have literally a checklist of who they hire and why. And it's not based on performance, acting performance. It's based on their looks, their skin color. That's all. Or their sexual preference. It's really weird. I think it's gross to uh, to say someone's hired because of um, well, you're using those people. kind of quotas and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's backwards. We shouldn't be going that direction. You're using people and then trying to throw it under the guise of being inclusive when you are literally using people for monetary gain. It's so weird. How about we just judge people on who they are? Let's say if you have a character that's this or that, or a character that's. One. Yeah, the skill for the craft, or if it's a requirement based on the character as, yeah. you know, they are in the world. I understand that completely as well. I don't know. I think 2024 is the time where everyone will really start to speak out and wake up against. A lot of shit that doesn't make sense anymore. I mean, we, we just we need to go back to making stories for the sake of making stories. And if uh, that's all we focus on, then that's great. I guess we got Trevorrow, right? Yeah, that would have been great. The Thrawn conflict should be three movies. Could be. Instead, it's going to be scattered over several TV shows. It's going to be weird, and then we'll get the movie, maybe. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's great. Shermaine also talked offhand in another interview about how she likes to intimidate men in general and enjoys the power that comes with that. Yeah. You know, there was some don't clips really ever see that. Drinker showed me on uh, an open bar that were very strange. Um, obviously, there's a chance there's more context would make them sound a bit more reasonable, but it was it was bizarre. And uh, I have a feeling that more controversy in Spotlight is not going to have her coming up with better quotes. Now, I imagine she might, you know, say some other things that are going to get into headlines again. Yeah, for sure she will in response to this, hundred percent. Yeah, Hector, uh, it's, uh, if you go to the beginning of the video, it's, uh, you'll understand, but I don't expect anyone to actually do any sort of due diligence like that. Just makes stupid claims. But that's cool. Nice picture. I hear you. No criticism, man. I'm just tired of the creators who are making unrelenting negativity lucrative as well. Not you, obviously. It's about balance and don't envy having to try and find that. Yeah, well, the way I go around is I don't try and find it. I just speak my mind, and however the public wants to discern what I mean, that's on them. But if you simply listen to the words that come out of my mouth, I think it's plainly put. You know, I don't beat around the bush. I give it to you guys how I think, and that's it. That's all. Simple. Wasn't the attendance super? I love you guys. I asked both of you, what do you think is the best part of the sequels or something they did well? Um, cinematography, music. Funny enough, I I didn't find the the music anywhere near as memorable as the OT or the prequels. Of course not. Um, but the Ray theme was really great. Yeah, I know. I, I I think it's solid. It's, it's one of the more solid things they did out of all of the sort of original tracks. Um, trying to think of like, I guess, does it count if I was to say something like um, Adam Driver's performance? Yep, I guess. Because I, I think the acting 
with a lot of the the people in in the sequel trilogy is on point. It's just that there's the material is so, you know, like even Mark Hamill. I feel like he nailed the character they wrote, whoever that was. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. If if we gave you know, and so you get that at the at the very least. I just don't know how much it counts for when you actively are struggling to understand what the hell is going on with the writing, right? Yeah, I mean, Adam Driver was probably the golden ticket of that whole thing. It's literally racism, classifying them as their group. I want to be hired because of my skills and not my race. Make that make sense? Yeah, yeah. well, you know what, man? Uh, it still is a form of racism, and I think that'll continue to prevail for a long time because Hollywood wants to make money. They don't care about anyone. They care about what makes money. You ever seen The Boys? Watch The Boys, and you guys will really understand what Hollywood is like. Vought, that's Hollywood. It's Disney. 100%. It's supposed opinion. to be satire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, mm. Didn't mean to piss you off. Was joke was going for a joke. No, it's all good, man. Theory, thanks for being a cool dude. Just being me, bro. Being honest. I still can't get over the fact that Disney is moving forward with the Ray movie. It's like they don't even know how to read the room. Yeah. 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 Um, Mahler, how you looking? Kind of need to go, yeah. <laughs> I got, okay. I got a guy waiting. Okay, go for it, man. I'll, uh, I'll take it from here. Oh, I mean, if there's only a couple left, I can do it. Well, they just keep coming in. <laughs> like I'll read, I'll read, run two, three more, come in. Yes, you look like another. You're on the last one, right? Or no, they just keep coming. I'm sure. I'm. I guarantee you. Once I read this, there will be another two. Did you hear about that leak that's going around on YouTube regarding Ray having Ben's baby and that the villain for the movie is Darth Plagueis? There's more, but it's freaking me out. Don't buy it. No, no. Where's this leak from? <laughs> What's the source on that? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> South Park are the only one expressing themselves. Yeah. And me and Mahler and actually there's, shit there's, than others. Yeah, there's plenty around. Thank goodness. Yeah. I know. Okay. That's it. All right. We did it. We're done. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, we love you guys. We hope you enjoyed tonight's quick episode. I'll be doing some Lego streams probably tomorrow or something like that. We'll see. So mm. hop on for those, and we will, of course, see you next week, hopefully with Critical Drinker. Uh, otherwise, just us. So Hell yeah. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for everything. And uh, stay tuned for Theory Sabers. Go check out Theory Sabers on Instagram. I'm going to be releasing my next Saber, which is going to be a very, 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 very cheap, affordable one um, for the masses, as well as my graphic novel coming out on Theory's Tales which will be, uh, the Kickstarter will be up in a little bit. Mahler, anything you got going on? No, no, Any nothing. Nothing to start to just regular stuff. Nothing nothing to highlight, really. Are you no going problem. live right now? We can share. Uh, going that's going to be like a casual thing with a friend. There's no, <laughs> if they see it, they see it. It's all good. Don't worry, don't worry about okay, it. Cool. All right. We'll catch you guys later. Leave a like on the vid. We love you. Peace. And you're sounding like a separatist.